Welcome to 22 Motivational Minutes with Marlo, our brand performance podcast, where we connect and collaborate with other self-sustaining entrepreneurs, authors, and experts. Hi, I'm Marlo Higgins, your Chief Inspirational Officer. I like to say when we perform, we get paid. This podcast focuses on the areas of confidence, mindset, leadership, and performance, which all lead to increased revenues and sales. As your Chief Inspirational Officer, I'm focused on the development of people by unearthing their values, talents, and self-worth, otherwise known as that self-esteem factor. People matter, self-worth matters, time matters. When it all aligns, everything works. Welcome to 22 Motivational Minutes, our brand performance podcast where we have conversations with other self-sustaining entrepreneurs and business leaders. When we perform, we get paid. And so today's performance question, we have Nicole Jansen with us. And Nicole Jansen is a business coach, a human behavior specialist, a keynote speaker, and a leadership podcast host herself. And Nicole's joining us from San Diego today. So Nicole, thank you for being on this episode. Thank you for having me, Marlo. Absolutely. So Nicole helps people maximize their potential. Nicole has coached thousands of entrepreneurs and business owners to earn millions of dollars. More importantly, showing others their unique strengths, passions, and experiences that make them uniquely capable of bringing value to the world. And you like to state, Nicole, that's the answer to the call of why are we here, right? And so I can't wait for our audience to jump in and listen to that question with you. So, you know, the core of everything we do, it's, it's mindset coaching, business, speaking, facilitating. You've just got all kinds of things. And so let's jump in and, and let's have you answer the question, why are you here, Nicole? Ooh, great place to start. <laughs> well, you know what? Years ago, I had a business. I started out when I was um, quite young in business. My parents were entrepreneurial and so it was a natural uh, progression for me. And I thought I knew what I was going to do with the rest of my life because I was going to follow in this this track. I was going to follow in their footsteps. By my mid-20s, I thought, oh, man, I got this. I know exactly where I'm going and how it's going to look. But, uh, you know, God had other plans. So I found myself asking that very question. What am I doing here? What is my passion? Where do I go from here? After uh, our business, I had built a successful business myself and also with my family and it all fell apart. And so in that process, I sat down and for your listeners, even just, it's a great exercise to go through is I looked at it and said, life is a game. You know, what is the game that I want to play? Do I enjoy playing? Not just what I want to play, but what, what game do I enjoy playing? And what is the role that I play in that game? And so to answer your question, for me, what I realize is I love seeing people win. And I know a lot of people like seeing people be successful and so forth. And I looked at it and said, okay, well, that's great, Nicole. How do we drill in further? And so I kept drilling down, drilling down and saying, what's the role that I play in that game? If I like seeing people succeed and excel in life, what, what, how do I help them do that? Am I the cheerleader? Am I the, the, you know, the head coach? What am I? And for me, it is really about seeing people maximize their potential, their human potential, uh, their earning potential, and really play to their strengths. And so that's what I'm here. I love talking to people and, and hearing who they are, what they're passionate about, and then bringing out that greatness within them so that they are really clear on their purpose in life. So my purpose is helping other people find their purpose and then living that out 
in business because in their life, because if you know your purpose and you don't know how to attach that to a vehicle to help you uh, build a profitable, sustainable revenue source, then it doesn't work, right? So there is that purpose and then tying that to a profitable business. Does that answer your question? Oh my gosh, it totally does. And this is why I love you, Nicole, and our audience is eating you up. Um, the thing, and when you and I really kind of started to get to know each other, I resonated just deeply with you because your language is a lot of the language that I speak. And I'm just enamored by that. And so for me, my personal experience, it's like looking in a mirror. Every time I'm listening to you speak and share, it's like, get it, girl. I'm right there with you. <laughs> I'm so excited. Okay, but let's even go because I know this is a burning question that our audience wants to hear. So, you know, you love to help people win. Can you give us an example of what winning really means or how you've helped somebody win? Where they come to the table and say, Nicole, I want to be a winner. Or I want to win. Can you take us to an example? Sure. I've got lots of examples. <laughs> um, you know, the one that shows up, I'll just go with the one that shows up uh, for me the first. And it was an, an older gentleman that I worked with. And he had a, um, he had a business, he owned a franchise. And he had been working at this franchise for years and really, really nice guy. You know, this was a second career for him. He had immigrated to Canada. I was, I'm originally from Canada. And so he just knew how to work hard and he was doing it. When we started working together, his business was, he was barely surviving financially in that business. It was, it was like a constant you know, treadmill to try to keep up with things. His wife was helping him out a little bit and, and that was great, but I helped him with his mindset to shift the way he saw himself, the way he saw others, the way he saw his prospects and what he was actually doing and uh, the world around him and in sense of like the opportunity that was available to him. And in the process of doing that, uh, in shifting his mindset, Literally, for the first several weeks, all we worked on with was mindset. Now, granted, his business wasn't that huge, but it was significant to him because it's all relative. And so for him, he actually increased his sales 150% in four weeks. And all we worked on was mindset. And I'm thinking, man, if we just did that with mindset, imagine what we could do is we actually worked on his strategy and his presentation, all the elements of the business, which is what we ended up doing uh, following that. And he ended up uh, doubling his business year over year over the next several years. And what's cool about that is money is not just the only measuring stick, probably one of the last ones. It's important though, like I alluded to, if you don't have that and it's not sustainable, the rest, well, bottom line, you got to go get a job somewhere. <laughs> so, you know, so, so that's, that is an important piece. But what I love about this is that as a result of us working together, his wife, came more and more on board um, and fully involved and engaged in the business. So did his son. Um, he lost, actually all of them collectively lost a whole bunch of weight in the process. Um, he actually came back to me and said uh, in the first, I told you the first four weeks, we increased his sales 150%. But also what we did is we reduced his work week by 18 hours per week. And I had asked him, I said, when's the last time you took a day off? Cause he was working seven days a week. And he said, I can't remember. And I said, well, you're going to take Sunday off. He goes, I can't take Sunday off. I said, well then take, cause I've got other things, you know, planned and so forth. I said, fine, take the following Sunday off. And so he took the following Sunday off and I called him on Monday and I said, how'd it go? And he, uh, sorry, Wednesday when I talked to him and he said, it was so good. I had such a great time. I took Monday off too. 
And you know what? He, it changed his life because he started working less, uh, earning more money, having more fun. And when he was 60 years old, he ran a marathon. I mean, he hadn't left his desk for years because he worked behind his computer. And here he was, got out you know, into an exercise program by his choice, wanted to do that, started to feel good, uh, like himself more, build more confidence, and uh, they bought a house. It's just been such a great, great story of what it means to really win. Win in business, but also in health and in relationships. I mean, that's the essence of coaching, right? Yes. It, you, you hit on it right there. It's that mindset component. So why is mindset so important? Because like everything that you've described, that mindset in working less, mindset around making more money, mindset on building out more time, mindset around losing weight, running a marathon. I mean, everything aligns to that mindset component. And then you were able to do it in such a quick period of time, 150%, right? That's, that's massive growth. In four weeks, that's like amazing, 30 days, 150% profit. So as you're listening to that right there, Nicole, how do you make that happen? The, the interesting thing in, in that story, let's, let's use that example specifically. Um, so what I did is I walked him through a six-week uh, mindset mastery program where we really got clear on what his beliefs were about himself, about others. What did he believe about sales? What did he believe about business? What did he believe about the market? Because if we believe that the market is scarce and there's not enough opportunity out there or there's very few clients or you know that that we're not good at sales, that we're just not naturally salespeople or whatever, all of that influences our actions that we'll take and how effective we are in those actions. So even if you say, well, okay, I need to sell. So I'm going to go out and do these presentations, uh, but I'm not good at sales. Then you're going to go in with a different energy and a different attitude. And you know what? Sure enough, you know, what you believe to be true is going to become your reality. You're going to suck um, or you're not going to be as good as you're capable of being, or there's going to be something off and the customer's not going to know prospects, not going to know what it is, but there's something that doesn't sit right and they're not going to work with you. What we started doing is, first of all, it was creating awareness. And the funny thing about him, he's just such a sweet man. Now, some people have different emotional uh, effects, you know, in terms of how they release their emotions. In his case, he giggled. So I swear he giggled <laughs> for awful. four weeks straight, like in our sessions, he just giggled the whole time and he'd be like, oh, I'm so sorry. I'm like, no, that's good. Because what he was doing is he was releasing. Some people get emotional and they cry. Some people, you know, have different, as I said, different effects. But so we just started to release some of that pressure, release the pressure valve and start shifting his beliefs about himself. So I asked him a series of questions, created that awareness, and then created some new habits for him that he could apply um, as it relates to his mindset, preparing his day, gratitude is a big deal. You know, you and I met through Mario uh, Parika, and he's big on gratitude. That gratitude exercise that I walked him through was very specific, and I do that with all my clients, encourage them to uh, apply a gratitude exercise where they're clear on their intention. They're also clear on what their value is that they are committing to, to give to the world today and what they're grateful for that they're receiving back. So what it does is it's causing a 
an energetic, it's like a flow of energy, a flow of value creation. I'm committed to bringing this value to the world today, and I'm grateful for what the world is giving back to me. So that's that's a big part of how we started to shift his mindset. Oh my gosh. And to Nicole, thank you for bringing it so powerfully and so clearly. Because I think as, as our listeners are hearing that, you know, the way that you're able to talk about mindset and awareness, and beliefs, and gratitude. It's positioning through actions, right? Those are things that are all very tangible, believe it or not, right? We know that. But why do you think people make it so hard? Well, I don't think we're taught about our mindset. I mean, when in school, there's no class that I know of, right? When, when I was in grade school, they didn't teach me about my mindset. Now, some people learn it through sports, right? Or they're on a team and they have a, they have a coach that works with them on their mindset and uh, performance. So keep, you know, get their head in the game uh, to use that analogy. And so they do that. But a lot of others, like we don't, most people, we don't learn this stuff. And what we do learn is actually limiting. So we learn from our parents who learn from their parents who learn from, you know, it, it goes all the way back, but it's this conditioning, you know, when kids, when kids are, are little, I mean, when they laugh, everybody hears them. When they cry, a baby cries. Everybody hears that baby cry. I mean, in a, in a room full of a thousand people, you can hear a baby cry, right? And anybody who's been in a conference or in a church or something like that hears a baby cry and is like, good Lord, you know. And now you look at and that same person grows up and they cry as an adult, barely anyone will hear them. Right, because what we do is we we are shrunk into this box of what the world uh, opinions are and the appropriate way to do things, and based on the beliefs of everyone else being laid upon us, and so that's why we we are limited, and we have to we have to get rid of that. We have to like it's it's literally like this layer, this blanket on top of us that we've got to get rid of, and be able to go back to who we really are. And I believe that every single person has a unique gift, a, a unique strength uh, to bring and value to bring to the world. And that's the, that's the core belief that I have for my business in helping people to maximize their potential is I got to know that they have it and, and to be able to help them to see what is possible for them, not based on what I see. It's really, it's what they see for them. It's about seeing what's in them and, and reflecting back to them and saying, this is what you just told me. Right. Okay. So here's the thing too. So you're describing like tension creates, right? Tension yes. creates. What brings people to the table, Nicole, where they raise their hand and they have enough tension to believe and create what they can do or to take the action towards it? Where, where is that tension big enough that you see them entering into the process? Great question. You know, Tony Robbins talks about people do things for only two, two reasons, pain, uh, you know, to avoid pain or to seek pleasure. And the reality is in our, in our world of, of conditioning and, and um, you know, what we just talked about is that pain is actually a much bigger motivator. So a lot of the clients that come to me are, are saying, I'm, I'm not satisfied in my business. Uh, I want more sales. I'm, I'm not making money. I'm working really hard and I'm not making money. So it's pain. It's something that they don't like that. They're just, it's like the, ow, that feel that, that hurts. And I know that I need to make a change. Then the question is, of course, what is the change? And then we, we work through that. So the first thing is pain, but then 
you can't just stay with pain being the motivator because this happens all the time in, in, uh, in weight loss, right? People, you know, they go to the doctor, the doctor says you have to lose weight. Otherwise you're going to die. Right. Or your kids, you're not going to see your kids graduate or you're not going to see your daughter, you know, get married and walk her down the aisle or something like that. That's so painful for them that they're like, Oh my gosh, I have to do something. And there's that leverage. That's the leverage is, is the pain. Well, so then they lose a bunch of weight right? Now the pain is a lot less. They're feeling pretty good about themselves. What do they do? If it's, if pain is their only motivator and it's external motivator, then all they do is they, they just, they get comfortable. They're like, Oh, it's not so bad. I can have that, you know, ice cream or this or that. And then they start to inch up again and they're like, Oh my gosh, it's bad again. So then they turn up the heat and go on another diet and so forth. And then they're on this, this yo-yo dieting thing. So while pain is the motivator a lot of times for people to take action, but then I quickly want to shift them to what's possible. What is the vision? So we, we shift them to pleasure because pleasure is, is limitless. You know, I want to feel more expanded. I want to feel more fulfilled. And so we can continue to move in that direction. And when they move in that direction, they're creating greater value for themselves and for others. Whereas pain has this, this limitation to it, if that makes sense. It totally does. Right. And you know, that's the thing. It's like when something feels good, we want more reinforcement of that feeling. And so it kind of grounds down to that feeling that shift. And like, so you're saying, you know, we want to remove the feeling of pain and we want to bring in the, the feeling of pleasure. So easily connecting because it's a feeling that they just want to have, right? And that feeling of greater confidence and energy and all of those things that go with what's possible and inspiring through that, through that pleasure piece, which is key. Okay, so can you give us an example for you specifically, um, Nicole, that you've gone or endured something to these examples yourself personally? <laughs> yeah, I got lots of those stories. You know, it's funny because I used to joke and say, man, can I not just learn all these lessons like reading a book from somebody else? Why do I have to go through them all myself? But it makes me a good coach and I'm grateful for that uh, piece. But there was a point when my husband, he decided he didn't want to be married anymore. Long story, which I'm making very short. So you know what? That was a huge pain point for me. I mean, it, it, for him, he was basically implying that I wasn't enough. And I realized later that it was a mirror of him and his disbelief in himself about really being enough. But in the moment when it happened, it was extremely painful for me. And so initially, I thought, well, I, I want to save our marriage. I love him. I, I, I know he loves me, but he's got all these things going on. And he's, anyway, so I went out and uh, got a coach specifically to work on relationships and work on me and, you know, and what I needed to do to, you know, how did I, how did I contribute to this? And so that pain drove me to take an action. Um, then as I took the action and then I looked at it, taking responsibility for what is my contribution in this situation, I started to work on myself. As I was doing that though, I quickly started to focus on, I couldn't focus on avoiding pain because it's kind of like avoiding something. It's like the lack. You don't avoid a lack, right? It doesn't make sense. For me to avoid pain, uh, all you do is you get more of what you focus on bottom line. So I had to quickly shift that to say, okay, in order for me to see what our relationship could be like and what my life could be like, regardless of what his decisions were going to be, um, 
is I needed to have a vision, a clear vision of what I wanted, who I wanted to be, how I wanted to show up, the relationship that I desired. And so I quickly had to shift that to pleasure. Otherwise, I'd make myself crazy. And all I would do is see more lack, uh, if that makes makes sense. Oh, it does. Absolutely. Yeah. So you were able to experience that. And, you know, and we all have a story, right? And all of what we do, and I think our greatness comes through those experiences of not only stories that we have, those experiences that we've had, but all of this combined makes you that expert, right? People that just, they need to align to you. So Nicole, I'm going to come into the closing of this episode. And um, we like to ask a maverick movement question. So it's a daily challenge question that we like to build our community and our audience around. And so the question that I have for you and how we're going to end this is answering the question, you know, when we talk about gratitude, how do you ground towards gratitude each and every day? Mm, Great question. So when I ground uh, towards gratitude, it's always the gratitude. Every morning I wake up, I'm grateful for the fact that I get to open my eyes and have another day. And I start there because not everybody does. I hear women all, all the time, you know, it's like, oh, I don't want to admit my age. I'm, you know, I'm old or whatever. Are you, are you kidding? Not everybody gets to be 73. My parents both passed away um, at 73 and 74. So when people complain about being 75 or 80 or whatever, or, you know, and, or being just older and I'm thinking, man, there are people that don't get that opportunity that would, that, that, you know, that would love to have that opportunity. So I start there Mm -hmm. and then I build on that and I look at, uh, wow, I'm so grateful to be alive. Look outside. I'm so grateful that I live in a free country that I love. So I start there and I, but I always, always and I really encourage my clients to do the same thing is to include themselves in that gratitude process. A lot of times we're grateful for everything else. You know, we're grateful for the people. We're grateful for our job. We're grateful for our family, all, the, all those things that are external, but you have to be grateful for yourself. And so I make a point to always be grateful for my courage, my spirit, what I bring, what I offer to, to others and, and what my resilience my drive, my passion. I always think about those things and my health. I'm grateful for my health. And, um, and that really, that really starts my day, you know, is looking at, I have so much to be grateful for in the worst times of my life. Right. I still have so much to be grateful for. I, you know, I could, I could write and write and write for, for pages and pages and not run out of things to be grateful for. And I believe that's, true for all of us, if we would actually just look at that. Mm, The silver lining, right? (laughs) So as we come into the end of this episode, Nicole, where can we find you? Yeah, you can go to uh, discovertheedge.com. All my services are on there. And also the podcast, uh, Leaders of Transformation, you can access it through that website or you can go to leadersoftransformation.com is the uh, podcast website. Perfect. Oh my goodness. So thank you so much, Nicole, for being on this episode. And to um, learn more about Nicole Jansen, you can visit our website at marlohiggins.com where you can learn how to connect to her resources and add Nicole to your circle of influence. Thank you again for joining us today, Nicole. Thank you, Marlo, for having me. I really appreciate you. Absolutely. So we invite you to share this podcast with others and thank you in advance for that partnership. This is Marlo Higgins, your host and Chief Inspirational Officer. Have an awesome rest of your day. As your Chief Inspirational Officer, I coach executives to gain clarity and remove self-doubt to increase performance in sales. 
To book a complimentary coaching session with me, simply visit marlohiggins.com and click on the work with me tab to schedule a call. Did you like this podcast? If so, subscribe and share with all of your friends. And if you want even more awesome resources to gain clarity and remove self-doubt, plus some personal insights from me that I only share in email, get yourself over to marlohiggins.com and sign up for the email updates. Thank you so much for listening and I'll catch you next week on 22 Motivational Minutes with Marlo. If you're into it, subscribe, leave a review and tell all of your friends. We would sure appreciate it.